Dog, giraffe, monkey, cat. What are you talking about, Andrew? <laughs> I don't know, man. I had this really strange dream last night. Trust me, I'm not taking uh, anything. I'm not adding anything. Okay, I thought you were hunting something. In Illinois. <laughs> no, I, I didn't discover some something new last night or something. I think there's some kind of animal, no, that exists that's kind of like a cross between three animals or it looks like three animals a pokemon kind, a pokemon. <laughs> kind of kind of yeah what, like what between a raccoon and a cat or something like that they are really cute and a monkey too and a monkey too <laughs> and a rat too <laughs> could be <laughs> where do you find this rare pokemon <laughs> we can find them in Tepuslan. uh-huh okay I think I think it's going to be kind of exciting to discover what this animal really is, no? <laughs> yeah, uh, they are really funny. Mm-hmm. You you are going to love them when you hope, see that, them. I hope you have a picture of one. Um, let me see. I think I have one. Okay. I think it's better that we we jump into the, today's episode, no? <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Bringing you under the sombrero from the eyes of an American and a Mexican sharing a fresh perspective of Mexico. Welcome back, Zemi. Hello. <laughs> back from the grave. <laughs> we missed you here at, at Under the Sombrero, but it's good to have you back. Yeah, I'm finally back. I've been working so hard and I didn't have the opportunity to, to be with you and new people in this podcast. <laughs> No, it's a it's a pleasure to to have you back. And before we jump into today's episode, I just want to mention that we have it's kind of like a sponsor, not a direct sponsor, but there we partnered up with Italki. It's a language learning platform. And if anybody like when they sign up, they're gonna get ten free credits, which is equivalent to ten U.S. dollars or whatever currency you're you have. Maybe or some of our listeners have pesos, so something around 200 pesos, 200 pesos, it would be equivalent to this, to learn any language you want. It's not just English. If you want to learn another language, you can put this credit towards another language. So yeah, I think it's a good, a good opportunity so I can learn Japanese. One day you'll be a polyglot. I always knew it. But I think we have a guest today that, that we heard earlier. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> hi, say hi to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me introduce. Um, I'm Fernando. I'm Mexican. I'm from a city called Cuernavaca. And what, what state is that in? In Morelos State. It's, it is located below Mexico City, really close to Mexico City. Do, ever, do people ever make a joke that it's uh, Mexico City's backyard? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some people think that. I think... Um... Zemi's had some experiences now in, in the state. Yeah, I've been some sometimes in, in, in Morelos, that state, particularly in Cuernavaca and Tepoztlan. And, and now I can recall the, the name of a little town that is really close to, to Cuernavaca. But I went there with some friends one weekend to, to have fun so not so much a cultural experience no no <laughs> not in that way <laughs> really so what was it what's it kind of like i know you haven't lived all your life in Cuernavaca, but 
What's kind of your life been like growing up in Cuernavaca? Yeah, I was born and raised in Cuernavaca. Uh, and, I, and I found really a quiet city, really beautiful. I think it was the best city to, to born and raise <laughs> for me. What's the re what reason do you have behind that, that it was like the best city to be born and raised? Because, uh, for example, if we know Mexico City, uh, Mexico City is really a chaotic city. And if we, if we compare to Cuernavaca, it's really... Uh, quiet and um, as, as a kid uh, you enjoy a lot uh, to be in Cuernavaca uh, for the weather and also because it's a small city and you there are many places uh, beautiful places to go very good I saw Zemi calling for a timeout when you mentioned that maybe that Mexico City is a little chaotic it's a little more peaceful growing up in, in Cuernavaca as a kid and kind of like maybe a better experience agree to disagree because i love <laughs> living in mexico city but I, i understand the perspective of fernando because i grew up in a small town as well mm -hmm. something similar to cuernavaca so when you see this big city mexico city is is a there is the, this difference between uh living in a peaceful place instead of living in a chaotic city as he said so now that i'm living in mexico city i have an, another perspective or another point, point of view of living in, in in this in this city so i enjoy living in cuatepec and i understand that but now i prefer living in here in mexico city instead of a small place like cuernavaca <laughs> i can understand that it's kind of like any like big city small town you get the experiences of both and you're probably going to have a preference but for you fernando what do you have a preference of now because i know you've been in mexico city for a few years now what do you prefer uh, i prefer mexico city now even uh, though it's chaotic yeah yeah i like as a an adult i i like a uh, mexico city more uh, because it have a lot of possibilities to do on a weekend or in a or in an evening. evening. Uh -huh. Would other people from Cuernavaca say the same thing? <laughs> yes, actually, uh, the people around my age uh, like a lot Mexico City. Not everyone, wants to, huh? not everyone wants to live there, but they like to go on a weekend, maybe. What were you saying, Jimmy? Yes, uh, it was saying that we young people love living in mexico city who said you were young we all know you're 84 <laughs> now i'm young now i'm 21 years old at least once once a podcast episode i need to mention that you're 84 <laughs> it's a tradition at this point it's because i'm a liar liar been some fire <laughs> you should have you should have never mentioned that your your secret to not getting old was drinking a lot of water <laughs> Yeah, but I'm, I'm doing that because no nobody will know my my real age. Are you like some kind of secret FBI agent or something? <laughs> no, not really. Oh, you, you. <laughs> all good, all good. But kind of to talk about like uh, the city, Cuernavaca, what is the weather like? I heard that maybe that's like one season all year round. Yeah, we have the eternal spring here. 
-huh. It's always around uh, 27 degrees and a really cool weather to uh, go outside, to uh, swim in a pool <laughs> or do something like that. For the people that don't know uh, Celsius, maybe just to say the 20, 27 degrees Celsius is around like 80 degrees so just just for for people not to get confused maybe they think you live in like ah. a frozen frozen tundra or something ah. <laughs> <laughs> no no you're right <laughs> we have to explain that oh you're good you're good what other things does does Cuenavaca have to offer that that you've seen so far in your time that you've lived there it's a really beautiful city uh, visitors came uh, most for the to to rent a to rent a house and with a pool <coughs> but, <coughs> sorry getting a cold we have another thing to do we have museums a few museums and and a lot uh, and good places to go what's kind of like the the downtown like there in Cuernavac? i found it really beautiful i i, I think uh, because it's a it's really small. You can go everywhere just walking. And it's, it's obviously a, a really cool place to walk. I like, for example, to walk with a, with a friend and to, to uh, just talk uh, walking around there. Uh, go to a coffee, to a cafe, go to a cafe uh, or to eat something in a restaurant at the downtown. I, I think those are good things to do just to kind of like free yourself up after like maybe a long day, day of work or something to get away from, from everything that, yeah, that was example, stressing you out. Uh -huh. For the people that lives in, in Mexico City, it's a good option to go to Cuernavaca. For a weekend getaway or something. For a weekend. Mm -hmm. And they, they have to visit also the museums because we have a few ones, but they are really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes it's because, or maybe some people that live in Mexico City, they or we don't go to some museums in Cuernavaca because we want just to use our time doing some other activities. So that that's why I think we don't do that. But I agree, we we should do it. You should you should do it. Yes. <laughs> For example, you should uh, go to the Jardín Borda. That is a, an interesting place. Uh, it's a it's a garden and a, a museum also in the downtown of Cuernavaca. Mm -hmm. And it's a a beautiful place because uh, there you have uh, many trees and plants and that you see uh, and it's really different the landscape uh, between uh, Mexico City with with only cars and and big buildings so to walk in Cuernavaca to see mini trees and things like that I think it, it's a good uh, experience to do we have another things to do in Cuernavaca not only pools or something like that <laughs> <laughs> Getting stereotypical here, huh? <laughs> Maybe throwing some shade at Semi. That's <laughs> no, okay. I think you were talking about this garden. Um, and it's it's a really good place to go uh, to learn about the history of Morelos 
and also to have a great time with uh, all the trees and all the green landscape that you have there and is there like how many times have you been there like what is the experience like what do you usually do there in Jardin Borda many times uh, all my life I have uh, I have been visiting that place uh, since I was a kid uh, always the school uh, must have a trip to go to the Jardin Borda <laughs> It sounds like the same thing for Zemi growing up in, around Mexico City and everything to go to El Museo de Antropología. Well, more with his, his family, but also with school, no? Yeah, the same thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> the same thing. And it's an important historic place because it was the house of uh, Maximiliano de uh, Maximiliano. Uh, <laughs> it was the house of Maximiliano de Habsburgo that he was uh, the first and the only one in Peru in Mexico. Do you know how long ago this was? Did you know since the May? <laughs> no, I don't know. Well, maybe, well, it was um, 150 years ago. <laughs> but how, how much a uh, long time? How was the, the question, Andrew? Like, how long ago was this guy like an emperor? Maybe I can look this up real quick. It's like 1840 something. Uh-huh. Like four years or something like that. Uh, 180 years ago. Let me see. You said 1840? Uh-huh. 1840 something. Like around 180. He died in 1868. Okay. And he, he was... He was... He died when he was... Shot up? From... Uh, he died when he was 35. He was imperial, imperial of Mexico only three years. Okay. C can you tell me again the name of this um, garden. garden or this museum? Because I think next weekend I'm going to go to Cuernavaca. You should go and visit this place. Okay, Another one. Um, Jardín Borda is the name. Okay. Thanks. Also, it has a, a small lake. Uh, and a few animals in there so it's a really good place to go do, do they have this crazy animal that andrew was talking in the beginning no 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 in this place only ducks but they are cra crazy too they uh, steal your food <laughs> oh my lord <laughs> what happens if you don't have food <laughs> you chill <laughs> They found it in the trash. <laughs> no, it's, it's not common, but uh, the people give food to them, like in other pla public places with animals. When you've gone to Harding Borda, what do you usually do? Like, no, it's it's more it's more like a museum. Uh, Is it outdoor you... or indoor? Kind of a mix of both or all both, outdoor? Both, because okay. oh, uh, okay. the museum is out indoor and then you go outside and you can walk and you see uh, a few things that uh, the people sell that like um, artesanías and stuff like that and uh, not for it you i think you can no you can't uh, um, introduce a uh, food to the place 
but you can buy a, a handcrafted uh, thing or something like is that, that something you usually do like maybe i know you said you've been there millions of times do you usually buy one of these handcrafted items as like kind of like a souvenir type of thing or some of your friends never actually never boy but i <laughs> uh, i have buy a candies traditional uh -huh. candies and something to eat okay sounds like a relaxing time and isn't there like an interesting fact about like the the owner of this museum and yeah it's an historic place because this place was the house of uh, maximiliano that uh, you say that name <laughs> we're leaving this in <laughs> Maximilian of Habsburg in English. That guy. <laughs> you don't have to say it anymore. We'll, no. we'll save you the trouble. Uh -huh. okay. Wh who okay. is this man? Uh, he was uh, the first and the only one emperor in Mexico. I didn't know they had emperors in Mexico. That's quite interesting. Yeah. It, it was only uh, three years as emperor. You are making me angry because when we were talking about Chapultepec Castle. I told you that we have a, a emperor here in Mexico because that person or that guy that I, we can pronounce his name, he, he was living in Chapultepec Castle. So why are you saying that you, you didn't know that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, but it in Cuernavaca, he was he had another house. <laughs> he he was a a rich guy. Yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously, if anybody that has more than one house probably has some money. <laughs> Not me. You're just trying to embarrass me now. Yes, I I saw the opportunity and well, I... you took it. We can leave that in there. I don't have a problem. Okay. I can face I can face the shame. I have no problem with this. Okay, perfect. There's another museum you, you enjoy too, Fernando, in Cuernavaca, no? Yeah, there, there is another museum that I, that I like. It's pretty new. Only five years ago was uh, open for the first time. It's a uh, contemporary art muse museum, and I like a lot this type of art. And we don't have uh, too many expositions of contemporary art here in Morelos so that's why uh, I think it's an important one. Could you compare it to like Museo Humex or Museo Sumaya yeah, in we, Mexico City? We can compare to them but uh, obviously the, the building is not so big as in Mexico City sure. but uh, is it, the expositions are in the same way. Yeah, or, or how, how many times have you been there in that museum? Not uh, so many times, actually. Only like four times because... Four uh, times? Yeah, because... It's quite a uh, few. Yeah, four times is you act like for me. You act like four times is like Do nothing. you think that? Uh, yeah, four times to a museum, I think, is a lot of time. Yeah, but uh, the exposition changed every six months, so interesting to visit many times. I mean, you've been there at least twice a year, and that's a good amount, I think. <laughs> <laughs> to kind of like move on so like man we've been holding out on on everybody for a while here talking about lion cat dog monkey whatever you, you want to say with that's, raccoon that's okay because then we have too much material to cut 
<laughs> work on that. So I think <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Where, where is this uh, interesting animal from? Uh, these anim animals are from Tepoztlan. We can uh, found them in Tepoztlan. Uh, Tepoztlan is a is a town, a famous town in Morelos. Uh, like 40 minutes uh, away from uh, Cuernavaca. It's a really famous town because it, it is beautiful and also because it have a famous hill called call it the Teposteco. And you can climb this, this uh, hill. I don't know if, if we need to same climb because there is a way to just go to the hill, to the top of the hill. Unless you're trying to climb the hill, like you're grabbing onto the hill, maybe. Maybe it's not quite like that. No, you don't have to do that. It's a really quiet climb. And But I like a lot the experience. I have only been there once. It takes like an hour to arrive to the top. And when you arrive to the top, you can see a pyramid. ¿Cómo se dice pyramide? Pyramid. Uh -huh. When you are up to the top, you can see a pyramid, and also you have a great view of the of the town uh, with a great landscape, many trees, uh, the town, and another hills that you see there. There is where you can find these animals that are called uh, quatis. They are really cute. I like a lot, and they are really funny because they uh, they still the food in the place they steal the food from the visitors and you can look them around you can see them uh, playing between them in this, this place is where you can find them actually i don't remember another place in mexico where you can find an animal like this right from what we what we saw too like these quatis they're they're only like known to like the south of the United States, like Arizona and Texas, like you were telling us, and part of Latin America and then in Mexico as well. So I'm not even I haven't even heard of this animal or anything like we were joking around that maybe it looks like King Julian from from Madagascar. But <laughs> back to back to the matter at hand, Teposeteco. Uh, it's it sounds like quite the amazing experience to have to kind of climb up and see like this view of like the entire city and the landscape with all the nature and everything. And kind of just to like take that in, I think is something fun to do, probably with friends or just by yourself to to appreciate the nature and and the history around that place. Yeah, it's a really good experience. Jimmy, have you been there? No, uh, in, I feel uh, jealous of Fernando because I've been in the Postlan some, some times, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't climb up this hill. So because so, some friends of mine, they, they told me about the view or the overlook that you have from the top of the hill. But I, I've never been there. So to be honest, I feel jealous. And, and also, I, I've never seen this animal quatis. So what did you do in Tepoztlan? Only drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I enjoy walking in Tepoztlan because you can you can be there having drinks and also food in that place is, is really great. I think is is something particular in that place because sometimes here in Mexico City, even if we have uh, a good cuisine when we go 
to small places like this magic town because we have this category of, of, of places in Mexico that are called magic towns because mm -hmm. their architecture or they are historical places or they have something particular why they're famous so we can enjoy it we seen in those places because flavors are different they're so tasty and so i remember that i went there to to enjoy the moment not just drinking and something like that <laughs> i want to say that i'm not that type of guy <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> you try yeah. to clear Uh -huh. You can do a lot of things in, in the postland. Uh, it's a great experience to go with friends or alone, as you say. Very good. And what things, just before we end, what things are there to eat uh, in this Pueblo Mexico or this magic town? Mm. You can go to the, as in every place in Mexico, you can go to the mercado, uh -huh. uh, to the market uh, of the town and to eat something there, but to a specific uh, thing, I don't know. Uh, the last time uh, that I have been there, I uh, eat quesadillas. So it's not <laughs> a, a different thing. I understand. I, th I think for many uh, people from outside of Mexico, it would be a different experience because the quesadillas are definitely not the same here. <laughs> We're not always using like Oaxaca cheese or, or things like this. And it's, it definitely changes the flavor. You're right. In every place of Mexico, the, the flavor changes. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if we are talking about the same dish. Yeah. And also, I, I want to add that it's not from this place, but there's another place called Chicapixtla. And it's, it's ah, in, right. in, in Morelos. And so they have this particular kind of steak that is really famous. It's really tasty, but because it's in, can I, I can say that it's close to this place. So you can have this kind of, in the Spanish, we call this kind of steak, cecina. And so it's, it's really famous. Yeah, it's a, it's a famous one of Jekapixla and And also you can find it in an, in other places like in Mexico City. Uh, you can find the this kind of a stick. Uh, um, you can buy it there. I think I don't know. I I think those are all like interesting facts to kind of bring in. Could kind of like give us like kind of like a, what our experience would be like in Teposeteco <laughs> and Teposelan. Oh. Mejor, mejor dicho, or better said, in Tepoztlán, to kind of know what it would be like for, for somebody that hasn't visited this place and to kind of give them some motivation to, to have an experience there. To give a motivation. Uh, I, I think we gave them the motivation, no? Yes, I think we did. I, I think you're yeah. thinking about this a little too hard, unless there's something you're hiding from us, no? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I can say that if you like pulque, that maybe we can talk about this in a new episode, but you can find a, a good place where they sell pulque in the postland. So maybe that's a good reason to go to this magic town. 
Are you guys Sabia. fans of pulque or no? I have never drank pulque. No way. <laughs> I know I'm not Mexican, I know. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> no, it's, no it's, okay. I, it's okay. I don't know too many Mexicans that have drink pulque. I, many of my friends have never drink that. It's okay, I understand that because I I don't really like pulque from Mexico City. There are some other places outside the city, but it's really, really good. And so I know or I have some friends that are they're not Mexican, but they 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 have this idea of pulque or this beverage they, they want to try. And once they tried it, they say, Oh, it's it's really great. Sometimes I don't like the flavor because it's the, the consistency is, is different. But when you find a, a good pulqueria, that is the place where they, they, they sell this beverage, you, 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 you say, ah, it's, it's, a, it's something really good. So I think it's a, it's a good option going to, to that place. Just to kind of not leave people hanging, what's like the flavor of pulque? There's different flavors of pulque, no? Yes, there are different flavors, but there is one that is the natural pulque that is, I can't remember the name, uh, the different pulques with fruit or something else, they are called curados. So some people say, ah, I don't like this consistency and I don't like to try that. But it's, huh. in that place, there is a, a good pulqueria. No, that, that makes sense. Like some places probably don't sit, have it like in, in Cuernavaca and there's not really like a pulqueria as you were you were saying. So, I mean, yeah. sometimes yeah, the, the opportunity is missing for, for some people. You got to go search for it to find like a good pulque or in, in other cases, like not every place has good uh, deep dish pizza. I'm just going to say that right now. Or good pizza. <laughs> not all you are good saying not- that because you're from Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Not all places have good pizza. So it's kind of like different things. Like some places are known for these things or there's certain places you go to have a like a good experience of to taste some of the best. So it makes sense. But I think we should be be wrapping up today's episode and everything. It was a pleasure to have you on, Fernando. And um, thank you for making the video again. I mean, I forgot to even mention that in the beginning, but we're really happy with with how everything turned uh, turned out for that. Thank you, Andrew. I enjoy a lot to do the video. I enjoyed this episode <laughs> with you as well. It's a en- great experience. I enjoy it also. Thank you, Semei. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Semei, too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I understand that because I've been so lazy or, well, I, I've been doing some other activities that... I let this project away, but I'm back. <laughs> no, you're all good. You're all good. It happens from from time to time. But as always, everybody can follow us at Under the Sombrero on our social medias. And we'll be back with another one in the following week. And thank you again to, to both of you for doing the, this podcast. So I'm Andrew. I'm Fernando. Semi. From, from Mexico. Mexico. There you go. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.